Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour Podcast with Jamie Ivey. I'm your host, Jamie, and I want to say that I'm so glad you're here. Each week on the Happy Hour, I invite a girlfriend or two to join me, and we chat about life. It's as if we have sat down at our favorite coffee shop and we're just chatting with each other. Whenever you're done listening, head on over to my website, jamieivy.com, for all the show notes. Anything we talk about, any links that we mention, they'll all be there waiting for you. And as always, if you love the show, I'd love to hear from you. Any comments that you leave on iTunes always help people find the show. I love connecting with you listeners. So find me on Facebook, Twitter. I'd love to get to know you there. Thanks for listening, guys, and here's today's show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Howdy Do Prints. Howdy Do Prints specializes in custom invitations and graphic design. Amanda is super easy to work with and sends you your design work electronically, so you have a lot of flexibility and options for printing. You can check out some of her pre-made designs on her Etsy shop. Just search her shop for Howdy Do Prints or email Amanda directly at howdyprintstx at gmail.com. And as a gift for you podcast listeners, Howdy Do Prints is offering 10% off all orders over $15. Just use the code JAMIE10. Today's guest on the show is Rebecca Smith. Rebecca runs Better Life Bags, and she lives in Detroit with her husband and three kids. I had so much fun chatting with her today, and it's funny because we met at the Influence Conference, but we didn't really connect at all, but it was so fun chatting with her. We talk a lot about how her business started, how she does it all as a mom. We talked about 15 things you should start doing by the time you're 30, which we have both passed, so we were seeing if we have started doing them at all. We talked about her goals and how she's working on those things, what she's reading, and lots of other super fun stuff. And so you're going to have a blast listening to the podcast. So here is Rebecca. Rebecca, welcome to the happy hour. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. and I'm so glad you said yes, because I think that we might have met in person. Did we meet at the influence conference or did I just, did I just know who you are? Okay. We, we sort of did, but I was, I was a little afraid to come say hi to you. I know that sounds really dumb. Like, oh, that is so dumb. <laughs> no, but you were like this cool speaker, you know? So yes, we said, hello. I know your sister-in-law. Oh, um, yes, Joanna. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe somehow she was like standing next to you. Perfect. <laughs> so, I, so yeah. I love it. I always, okay, so just full disclosure here, that was my very first conference to ever speak at. And I was pretty much just a ball of insecurity walking around that hotel. Yeah. Okay. Can I, okay, since we're like being honest here. Mm-hmm. So I heard you say that because I went to your little breakout session and I heard you or somewhere you said this was like the first conference you were speaking at. And I'm like, how stupid of me to not just go up and like give you a hug and welcome you. I like, you know, was afraid to go up thinking, oh, she's like knows what she's doing. She, you know what I mean by I that? Know, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I should have just, I saw you kind of standing by yourself, but you looked so confident and like, I'm like, I know what I'm doing here. I was like, oh, she's probably would be 
weirded out if I just went up and said hi to her. But I just should have done that. Well, you know, two, <laughs> things we, two things we can take away from this. I can fake it really well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, everyone just needs you, – you never know, you know? It's so true. And, mm-hmm. But I was like a ball of insecurity around everyone there because it just seemed like one big party. And there were so many amazing people there. We're talking about the Influence Conference, which I think they have tickets on sale now for next year. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Uh-huh. I'll be there. So wonderful. Now, okay, let's just jump right in real quick. You were there for a number of reasons, but number one is that you sell these amazing bags. Yes. And I I want, that was my first exposure to your bags, believe it or not. Yes. And so I want to know the short version of how this started. I mean, have you always wanted to own your own business? Where did this come from? How long ago? Give me the short version of that real quick about your company, Better Life Bags. Yeah. So five years ago, I was pregnant with my first child, maybe almost six years ago now, and um, just made myself a diaper bag out of boredom. I had just quit teaching. I taught fifth grade before that, and I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Can I stop and, you real quick? Yeah. Uh-huh. Anytime someone says, I was just bored, and so I made something, <laughs> I literally do. I cannot, my brain cannot even <laughs> comprehend it. Like, like I have no space in my brain for that kind of boredom because when I'm bored, I'm like, Oh, I'll start a new show on Netflix. And then other people are like, I'm bored. I'm going to create a company. So way to go. That's amazing. Okay. When I'm bored now, I watch Netflix. I don't know. I think it was like first child nesting. Like I'm going to be the perfect crafty mother who makes everything. I think that's kind of what it was. So so you made yourself a a diaper bag. Do you still have that diaper bag? Cause that's like, I do. Okay. Yeah. It's in my son's um, memory box. <laughs> so, um, so I, I made the diaper bag and posted pictures on Facebook. Uh, you know, everyone, like you did five years ago, every, you post your entire life mm-hmm. on there. And um, people were like, you should open an Etsy shop. You should, um, you should sell these. And I had never heard of Etsy before. I know it sounds crazy now, but, you know, five years yeah, ago, the oh, Etsy was yeah. new on the scene. And so... I checked it out and it was like free to start one. You didn't have to pay anything unless something sold. So I'm like, huh, why not? My husband said, wouldn't it be cool to get paid to do something you love? I'm like, yeah, that that sounds good. And uh, my brother had given me a Kiva gift card for Christmas that year, which I don't know. Are you familiar with Kiva? No. So it's a micro loan. Oh, yes, I do know about this. Yes, yes. You can go on and decide, like choose from profiles of people in third world countries to give a loan to. And so he had given me this gift card. It was basically like $25 that I had to like turn around and give to someone else. I'm like, this is the lamest Christmas gift <laughs> ever. Like, <laughs> I don't even get to, I don't get anything. You're like, this is rude. It's all yeah. about me, people. I know. Isn't that awful? Uh-huh. But so I was my first exposure to Kiva and I gave the gift certificate to this woman. And I think it was like Togo, Africa or something. And um, it was a like so cool. And then I, the business started at that same time. And I was like, how cool, this is all extra income for us right now, whatever comes in, you know, yeah. how cool would it be if I just gave loans, uh, micro loans from the bag sales and then sent a little picture of the person who the loan went to with each bag, you know, okay, like this is, cool. yes. this is who your bag is going to help, you know? So that's, it, that's where the better life bag started. And um, it's evolved since then. We live in um, the inner city of Detroit, and um, we moved here about four years, four and a half years ago. And um, so now we just support the people in our community who, who need jobs. So now their name gets sent with each bag. Like your bag was made by Nadia. And then 
Um, so their name, their personal name is on each card now. That is so that cool. I love, no, I love that. I, I love that whole concept that a lot of people, you know, I have s- several other organizations that, you know, get, um, have artisans in third world countries or around even the country that we live in and they have that. And it is so cool to get that and be like, Oh, Nadia yeah. made this. I mean, it really right. puts a little face to it. It's really, really exciting. So when you first started, you were making all the bags and then what, I know you said the Kiva loan thing kind of juggled in your brain, but what made you go, Oh, like there's women right here where I live that could do yeah. this with me. Where did um, that come in? It was, it was really just kind of natural. I had one friend from Yemen who, um, she lived in the same neighborhood as me. Her husband works at a gas station and, um, went about the same time that I just couldn't keep up. Like I physically needed to either find a a factory to outsource or Mm -hmm. quit or, you know, like do something. And so I remember that she sewed. And so it was really out of kind of like desperation that I called her up and I'm like, can I teach you how to make these so we can keep going, you know, basically. And she's like, she was all for it. So I started visiting her every week, like dropping bags, fabric off and picking up the bags she had made, um, teaching her new patterns. And about six months in, she, I, you know, arrived for my normal visit and she said, come here, I want to show you something. And she takes me up to her upstairs bedroom and she had bought bunk beds for her kids, which before they had been just sleeping on mattresses on the floor. And then like another couple weeks later, she does it again. And they had, she said, come here, I got to show you something. And she had bought like their first kitchen table and chair set, which before they just didn't have anywhere to like sit and eat. And it was just really, I kind of looked at her at at that moment. I was like, you, you did, you bought this with like the money we'd be be giving you for the making bags. And she's like, yeah. And then she says, my husband even made dinner last night so that I could keep sewing. And so like, it was just cool to see that she she was finding value and her husband was respecting her for contributing to the family. And um, that's when the light bulb went off for me. Like, okay, like there are people right next door to me that need help too. Yeah. And um, especially um, in Detroit, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. It gave me chills when you said she Aww. brought bunk beds for her kids. I mean, and the fact that she's just like so proud and wanted to show you just as like, I'd be proud when I yeah. you know, make a living and get to pr- contribute to my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so really cool. cool. So Better Life Bags has been around for about five years, you'd say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That is crazy. Well, they're beautiful. Thank oh my you. goodness. Beautiful, Thank beautiful. You. And the fabric is just wonderful. And to explain to everyone that's listening, you go on and you actually design your own bag. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So our website's fully interactive. So you go on there and you pick a bag style that you like and it pops up white, like the bag is white. And then you can pick on the side from about 40 different fabrics and three different leather colors and it'll you click on it and it pops up on the bag uh, so you can visualize what it, what your final design is going to look like that's so wonderful okay so we're all thinking this and wondering this is that you're running a business a small business <laughs> yes. um, which i i talked to so many women who have done exactly what you've done they've just thought hey i could do this and then it turns into something that they never would have imagined like yeah. you never would have imagined that you would be employing no. people and running a business and you now have three children. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like for you as a, as a mom and as a business owner? How do those balance in your world? Yeah, I mean, it's cha- it changes a lot. I first should say, like, I do not do it alone. I have, I have lots of help. I have a nanny who um, watches our kids about 10 to 15 hours a week. 
And then I have a cleaning lady who comes and cleans my house. My husband's an EMT, so he he works 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. So his hours are pretty flexible in the morning time. Um, And then I come home, I pick my son up from school at three, and then I'm a mom from like three to bedtime, you know, so... Mm -hmm. Um, And there was even a time for about a year, maybe a year and a half, where my husband was the stay-at-home dad. Like, he he didn't work. He, um, I worked, like, 40-plus hours a week at Better Life Bags, mm-hmm. and he was home with the kids. Um, and doing a much better job of the parenting thing than I ever could. It's, it's, you just have to figure out your way. Everyone yeah. I've talked to, like, I knew exactly what you were going to say before you said it, because everyone says the same thing. They all say this, I don't do it alone. Yeah. And so I think that's something that, from outsiders looking in when you see this, this woman who is running a business and she's a mom and a wife and does all this other stuff. And you're like, I could never do that. She must be superwoman. Well, really she's not. Right. She just has a lot of help. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's you're saying I can't do this alone. Exactly. Yeah. I even have a, we have a full-time person here at Better Life Bags who's her whole job is just to keep everything going, like, you know, processing orders and yeah. And so she kind of allows me the freedom to be a mom when mm-hmm. I need to be. And then like my nanny and my husband allow me the freedom to be a businesswoman when I need to be. And I feel like both totally free and capable of being completely in that one zone. And that knowing, moment, knowing yeah. that the other zone is taking care, like completely taking care yeah. of. <laughs> I think that's, that's a good point that you just said. And that's a good feeling because sometimes as moms, we struggle of taking off a hat, you know, like I can't fully engage this, my, my business because... I, I'm I'm in my mom world still, or I can't fully engage mom because I can't shut off my business. And so right. I think that's really cool what you just said that you had these people helping you so that you really can be fully mm-hmm. on in that moment, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. For me, my struggle is like being fully on, you know, I always say at three 30, which is when I pick up my kids, mm-hmm. that's when everything, that's when everything stops. And it's always hard for me because it's always there. When you work yeah. online, it never goes away. Yeah. It's, it's always, really it's always at your fingertips. Yeah. And so it's, I really try to, to put my computer away at three 30 until the kids go to bed, which I struggle with that so greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just doing stuff yeah. like that. I've taken Facebook off my phone because it just became a constant. And so yeah. mm-hmm. I did too. I took the Facebook app off my phone, but then I figured out you can just go to the Safari <laughs> app and type in Facebook. It's awful. Oh, you, you beat the system. I but, did. but I have the oldest phone alive and so my phone is really slow. And so it just, I'm just like, ah, eh, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have time to wait on it to load. It's so crazy. Okay. So we didn't even say you're a wife and a mom. Tell us about your kids. How old are they? And all yeah. that kind of jazz. So Jonah's our oldest. He's five and he is in preschool this year. Okay. Um, Clara is three. She's almost four. They were 15 months apart. Oh, um, fine. first two. And then our youngest is 11 months. His name is Corbin. So sweet. So you will have one starting kindergarten next year. Yes, I know. And preschool. So my daughter will be in preschool and my son will be in kindergarten. Okay. So are, are you like, um, are you an anxious mom about sending the kid to school or are you going to homeschool? What is, what does y'all's journey look like? You know, I was really, so this is actually my son's second year of preschool. And last year, um, I, we had him all signed up for like this really, this private school in the suburbs. Cause we live in the inner city. Mm-hmm. So like I was really fearful of sending my kids to the public school mm-hmm. here. Um, I just, I grew up like my parents picked neighborhoods based on the schools growing up, right. you know, mm-hmm. and that was different than my husband. So we had a, like a hard conversation. My, I even remember like my husband saying like, what did your parents like pick the neighborhood based on the school system? And I'm like, um, oh my God. Yes. actually, yes, <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> so 
by the, it was about a week before Jonah started preschool. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, we moved to Detroit on purpose. It's yeah. not like we accidentally ended up here. Mm-hmm. We, we moved here to invest in the community. And, um, I just felt really uneasy about sending my kids to like driving them to the suburbs for this really like fancy preppy private school for preschool. Um, and God, I feel like God actually gave me a dream. Um, it w- he in my dream, Jonah was in the public school system here, mm-hmm. and it, everything was totally fine. Yeah. Like my fears weren't as scary as I thought it was going to be. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just try it. Let's take it year by year. Mm-hmm. Let's put him in preschool. Like how bad can preschool be? Right. <laughs> you know? right. like, mm-hmm. It's mostly the kids I'm worried about, not the teachers and the school system in right. general. But and it's been a wonderful experience so far. Like so our, he is in the public school. He's in the public school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You know, we kind of have a similar story. Um, as you guys, we live on the east side of Austin. And so it's kind of an underdeveloped, I wouldn't call it inner city by any means. Um, it's kind of an underdeveloped, under-resourced type of area. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest fears when we moved in was, can I send my kids to school there? Uh, um, mm-hmm. And we did. We just thought we're going to be in the community. We're going yeah. in and we're going to invest in it fully. And we did. And my kids went to school there for about a year and a half. And our story gets a little bit different because one of my kids is adopted and he, he needs a lot more help in school. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it just became, there you go to charter school now. Yeah. Uh, but it's not far from us and it's still very diverse, which is a big thing for our family because we have three black children. And so right. diversity is important to us. But I remember those same fears, Rebecca, of like, yeah. can we do this? Can we do this? that was actually our biggest conversation about moving into the neighborhood that we live in was school. Mm-hmm. Can we do this? I know. Um and God just worked it all out. So Yeah. That's good to hear because I'm still so fearful about pretty much anything past kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. And our motto with kids in school has always been each kid one year at a time. Yeah. And so what works for one kid is not always going to work for another and we'll take it year by year. It might yeah. work this year, but next year might be just awful. And then we reevaluate, you know, yeah. like, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, would you send them to the high school? And I'm like, oh dear Lord, he's in kindergarten. I don't know. Right. Like, I know. what I, What's going to be like in high school? That's a long way from now. So we just decided we're not going to think that far ahead. That's really smart. Yeah. One year at a time. That's really good. And this is my second year to have all four of my kids in school. Wow. So what is that like? Like to have a quiet house during the day? The house is quiet during the day. It's it's really crazy. In fact, last year when my daughter went to kindergarten and we had always done preschool as well. So it wasn't like I never had any alone time. I had, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 932, whatever. But then last year when Story went to school, the first couple of weeks, I really looked at my husband. And I was like, I feel like I'm having an identity crisis yeah. because I don't know who I am without kids around me. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and so he was, he was really sweet. And he's like, just take a couple of weeks, figure it out, you know? And, and it is actually, I feel like I am, I'm coming into like who, what I things I love to do, like this podcast. I love to do uh-huh. this and I couldn't do this with kids in the house, right. obviously, you know, yeah. and, and writing and speaking and, and volunteering. I'm getting to do so much that I hasn't been able to do, but I've been telling a lot of my friends lately that I wished away stories last year of preschool. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, every day I thought I cannot wait till next year. I cannot wait till next year. And although there's nothing I can do about it now, but I look back and I'm like, that would have been, I could have made so much more out of that year with just her and I. And so that is maybe one of my biggest regrets in life right now Mm -hmm. is I just remember thinking, I can't wait till she's in school. Yeah. And although I do enjoy it, I'm not going to lie. This is wonderful, right. but I wish that I would have spent more quality time with her that year. So there's my little soapbox for the day. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Enough about that. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease and a whole lot of love you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own led headlights spoilers whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. Speaking of your kids and everything, I read recently... Okay. An article. Well, not speaking of your kids. That's dumb. But speaking of that, we're both over thirty. Are you okay. thirty or are you over thirty? I'm I'm thirty one. I'll be thirty two in a couple months. Okay, congrats. <laughs> I'm thirty six. Okay, and I'm, I'm good company. I've said. I think I've said this before. Is that thirty was not a big deal to me at all? Yeah. Um, thirty 
35 and 36 is where I went, okay, I'm now late 30s. I'm no yeah. longer early 30s. So it's kind of different for me. But yeah. Anyhow, yeah. I think it's wonderful. I read this article on Relevant Magazine online, and it said 15 things to start doing by the time you're 30. So you okay. and I are both over 30, but we can we can educate. Yeah. So we should have started all these things by now. We should actually be doing all of these, Rebecca. Okay. All right. Okay. Number let's, one let's... is waking up earlier than you have to. Oh my gosh. Is it like thir- over 30 with kids still? <laughs> you know, there there are no there's <laughs> nothing about kids in here. It just says. <laughs> So when you get 30, we need to start picking up these good habits. And number one is wake up earlier than you have to. No way. I, I wake don't do up this as at all. late as I have to. I do too. I take my kids to school in something that could maybe be pajamas, <laughs> maybe be workout clothes. Like I sleep in them, but yeah. you could yeah. maybe wear it as yoga pants. So, yeah, you know, yeah. no, I sleep as late as possible. In fact, tomorrow we don't have school. And so I'm just like, <gasps> turn the alarm off. Yes. Yes. Do you get up to an alarm or to kids? Usually to kids. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, I have an alarm set for those like rare moments that my kids will sleep in past when we really need to be up. Right. But I don't can't remember the last time I've been woken up by it, unless I've been like in bed with a kid already and we've like dozing in and out. Yes. So. I'm with you. Before my kids were in school or even on school breaks, there's no alarms in this house. Aaron right. and I are both sleepers. Yeah. Um, And we have some kids that are early risers, but they know now they just kind of hang out and play quietly until Mm -hmm. everyone's up. Oh, that's lovely. I mean, it it took a lot of like work getting them to that. Yeah. But I I, I do not like to be woken up. I know. Okay. The second one is saving money. Yeah. I feel like we're pretty good at that. We have some goals that we're working towards. So we we do a pretty good job of we have it just electrically goes into savings mm-hmm. every month. That's every good. Month. That's so I don't good. Have to think about it. This says, and this is interesting. It says according to CNN Money, if you put aside three thousand a year, okay, from ages twenty five to thirty five, and what I'm about to say, these next four words mean nothing to me. In a tax <laughs> deferred retirement account, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. By the time you hit sixty five, you'll have four hundred seventy two thousand dollars in the bank. Well, that sounds nice. I know, right? Yeah. You know, what's funny about Aaron and I is I don't do our money. Yeah. And so I actually have no idea about anything. And so I feel like like a 1950s woman that is just, <laughs> I don't know anything about our life. And it's not that. It's just I don't need to know or want to know. Right. Or yeah. care. Right. Like, I just am like, and we do a cash budget. Uh-huh. And so I just know the cash I have. And then that, that's all I need to know. Exactly. Yeah. So I should ask Aaron if we're saving money. I have no idea. I'm sure yeah, that we are. Yeah, you need to get him on this podcast. I'm huh? sure that we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The next one is actually caring about what you eat. Mm. So hmm, mm. I, yeah, this is, I, okay. My November goal, I wrote this on my blog was to eat a protein rich breakfast every day. Which I want to go through all of those with you in a minute. So I, I saw that as number one. Oh, did you see that? Yes. Yeah. So I've been doing that and it's made a huge difference as far as like, the rest of my day goes on the days that I don't. I usually scrambled eggs and toast with peanut butter and sometimes bacon. My husband makes it. He like, he's amazing. So he does it all. Does your husband cook a lot for y'all? Yeah. I gave cooking up when I was pregnant. It's my first. I gave cooking up because Aaron didn't like what I was making. (laughs) So actually he's just like, I'll take over. And he's been cooking ever since. And it's the best thing ever. It totally is. I don't complain at all. No, I, in fact, some days when he's like on Wednesdays, he works like all day nonstop meetings and then comes home and is exhausted. And sometimes I'm like, 
I don't know what to do. Like, I think I should cook dinner because you've been, you're really tired, but I don't know what to do. (laughs) So usually he's just like, I'll do it. Don't worry. And then it's wonderful. You know, I know yesterday morning I got out the skillet to like start my own eggs and Neil walks in and literally takes it from me and is like, I'll just do it. And at first I was like, wait a minute, I, I can do this. Right. But then I was just like, you know what? Marriage is about playing to each other's strengths. There you go. So I'm just going to give you this skillet and let you cook me up some eggs. Girl, that's a word right there. <laughs> if your husband has the strength of cooking, don't ever get in the way. That's right. <laughs> that's so funny. I um I try to, I usually eat the same thing for breakfast every single morning. And that's if I'm like home, you know, like I drop yeah. the kids off and come back. I'll scramble two eggs and like two pieces of bacon. Yeah. And that's breakfast mm-hmm. for me. Yep. Yep. So, and then I'm not hungry till like at least noon, you know, sometimes even one o'clock before I'm hungry again. Yes, because we're getting that protein in. Mm, yep. Okay. The next one is making margin in your life. And I, this is basically just to, to, you know, to make margin in your daily life and don't try to fill every waking moment with busyness. Yeah. I don't know if I'm good at this or not. I have good goals to be like I, mm-hmm. another one of my November ones goals was to turn my phone off or put it in another room, maybe uh-huh. from like 7 to 10 p.m. And yeah. I have been absolutely horrible at that. That's hard. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, like that would be margin. That would be a good chunk of margin. That's good for you to start right there. Mm-hmm. You know, margin for me would look like um, like making time to just like read a book, just to read a book. I love to read. And in mm-hmm. the summer when my kids are home, I think it's because I can't do as much when my kids are home. Like, And I say do as much. Like I can't. I can't write very much. I don't have that space in my brain because right. we're just all together and I don't do well with doing stuff while they're in my ears. Right. So for me, like making margin would be like, even in busy seasons, like now would be to like read a book just to sit and relax. And I just don't do that very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do that very well at all. Um, okay. The next one is creating a pattern of giving in your finances, which is fun. Cause I, I, you know, it's basically saying, Hey, by the time you're 30, you're probably in your career, you're paying down your student loans, owning a home, car, but now it's time to start looking at like giving away money as well. Yeah. My husband's really good at this, which, so he's the giver mm-hmm. and I'm more like the, wait a minute, yeah. you know, uh-huh. like, <laughs> so that's, it's another one of our automated things. That's that great. Is yep. In, yep. And mm-hmm. then, but then the above and beyonds, I would love to still get better at being like, so like it's easier. It's easy mm-hmm. for my husband for the above and beyond. Just to I guess. Give, yeah, to give away money and need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I would say that Aaron and I are both pretty equal about that. Like it's 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 not difficult for us. I would say, um, but we're both not. Again, for me, it's harder for me because I'm like, I don't know how much money we have. And that sounds so <laughs> awful. When I say it out loud, I'm just like, come on, Jamie, <laughs> look at your finances. But for me, it's just I always like I try to defer to Aaron for that just because I'm like, I don't even know what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that, you know, we look at our budget and we support a lot of uh, missionaries and compassion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it is it's it's good, too, when you can look at it and say, you know, it's not all about us and to show our yeah. kids that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I have a story about this. Um, I had just bought brand new cute boots from Target, like for the snow time uh-huh. for the winter here in Detroit. And we were driving home from from said Target and there was this woman on the corner. And I just, you know that feeling that you get where you're like, yes. I just, I need to get, like, I need to go see what she needs. Mm-hmm. I just have these boots. This is my second pair of boots. Like, I don't really need these boots. She's not wearing boots. You know, like those right. are all the thoughts in my head. And so I'm like, Neil, you just, I need, you need to turn around. Should I give my boots to her is what I ask him. And he's like, 
I don't, I was hoping he would say like, you don't have to do that. You know, <laughs> that's really why you ask. Cause you're like, surely he'll say it's not, don't do, not worry. Don't worry. Right. So I went there and I walk out. I don't, don't just like hand my boots. He's like, you should just go ask her what she needs, you know? And uh-huh. so I went out there and I was like, what do, hi, what do you, what do you need? Do you need like a hot cup of coffee? Do you need boots? Mm-hmm. Do you need like, you know, like I list all these things. And she's like, oh, she's like, I live down the corner. I'm just trying to keep my lights on. I've got some boots at home. You know, I'm, I'm okay. And like, all of a sudden it hit me like, okay, like God just really wanted me to be obedient mm-hmm. and be willing. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he, I was going to have to do it. Yeah. You know, like he just wanted me to be willing to give them away. Yeah if someone didn't need them. And I'm thankful for her honesty too. Right, yeah. <laughs> she wanted my boots. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's too, like, I love how you said that you really felt that stirring in you. Um, mm-hmm. You really felt that stirring in you and you obeyed it, you know, cause so many times we feel that and we're just like, I've got to drive on. I'm so late to where I'm going. There's yes, no I've way I can too. pull over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've been, definitely done that too. I love that. Okay. The next one is becoming friends with people much older than you. Y'all have uh, friends that are much older. older. I, like, it doesn't really like specify that. Um, see, when I think much older, I think like 60, you know? Yeah. And, <clears throat> I have true. It does say I, much older, but let's just say, you know, older than us, maybe in our 40s or 50s. I have a really good friend who's turning 40 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, that's older because you're 30. That's 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she's like one of my really, my best friends, mm-hmm. probably. So, yeah. Um, Aaron and I both have friends in our lives that are in different stages than us. And mm-hmm. we've always had that when we, before we moved here, we had a couple that was in different stages than us. And they were really just like these, I mean, we were great friends with them, but I feel like they were also kind of mentorish to us. Yes. They loved our kids. Their kids were all older and I had babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have another couple of friends, um, Devin and Catherine, and, and they're both older than us. They had kids in college. And so they are, we can look to them for parent advice, but yeah. we're also just friends. It's not like they're just like these, this older couple that we go to when we have questions. We're friends with them. And right. I really do think it adds a lot to your life when you have people that are a few stages ahead of you that you can look to, that you can ask questions, and that you can just live life with. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Okay. The next one is letting go of baggage from bad relationships. Oh, man. This is like airing dirty laundry oh, on you don't the air, you don't, podcast. Rebecca, you don't have to air any dirty laundry. <laughs> Doesn't everyone have a heart, like, hold on to? Maybe, but I think they're saying if you're 30, let yeah. it go. How long have you been married? Six years. Okay. Yeah. We're on, we're about, to, we're in 13. Oh, okay. So we're like old married people over here. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good um, thing when you're in your 30s, just let it go. Yeah. Like old friends, hurtful comments, all those kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. just to move on. Forgiveness, reconciliation. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I think also for me, it gets easier to do that the older I get. Yeah. I've heard that. Because I'm just like, there's so much more than this right now, this issue. You know, yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one is being content with the life you have while still trying to accomplish your dreams. I yeah. like that. That's really, yeah. It says it's never too late to try to write that novel, start that business, travel the world. But even if you have life goals that haven't happened yet, it doesn't mean you can't be discontent with the life you have. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Mm -hmm. I know that is. And I really, I really appreciate that because I even feel that tension sometimes. Like I am really content with the life I have, but there's still a lot of things that I have on my list that seem kind of big and crazy that I want to do, 
but I don't want that to cause me to be discontent with what, where I am right now. Right. Yeah. I would say mine is kind of, I'm, I feel like I'm trying to figure out what just happened in the last five years. Like this is <laughs> because you're drowning in babies and running a business. Yeah, yeah that's probably true. A few things like, have happened, Rebecca. I never would have imagined this. So I'm like, wait a minute, what, how did I get here? And now what are my goals for like, you know, like what? That's true like because that. this might not have ever been one of your dreams. Oh, it, it really was. I'm so glad I'm doing it, but yeah, yeah I never aspired to, to it. So that's so funny how some people can have something that is, you know, so amazing and working so well, but it's something that they and themselves could have never thought about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's God right there. It is God. Um, okay. The next thing is reading the news every day. Do you read the news a lot? If it comes up on my Facebook feed. Yeah. Or your Twitter. Do you watch, do y'all watch the news at your house? No. I see, don't. No, I don't think you should. This is, this is what I'm explaining to my mom all the time. She'll ask if I see something and I'm like, I, first of all, during the day, I don't ever, ever have the TV on because right. I'm like working or doing something. The TV is never on during the day. And when my kids are home, I can't have the news on. Right. There's I know. Like, there's no way they can be in the room when what's on the news. And so literally I'm like you. Yeah. If it comes up yeah. on Twitter or something, then I will read about it. We like NPR in our house. So mm-hmm. if it, NPR is kind of like where we get our news. That's good. There's a little NPR podcast. It's called. Oh, my cereal. Oh, okay. Well, we can talk about that in just a minute <laughs> because I have a lot to say about that. But they have one that is like a seven minute. It literally is like the updates of the day in seven minutes around oh, the world. Oh. Wow. So sometimes I'll throw that on after I drop the kids off just to yeah. catch up. But it's, it's, it's worldwide. And so it's not just what's happening here. Oh, I'm going to have to look for that. I know. I A couple of years ago, I worked at a radio station, and I was a on-air pers- person. Yeah. And so that made me read the news every single day. Right. Like, I've never read the news about. more. Yeah, I had to know what was happening locally and nationwide and all that kind of stuff. So I actually enjoyed it. Good. If they deliver the paper to my house every day, you know, like if I paid for that, I would read yeah, it. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I I still don't think I would. I like to read them in hotels, you know, when they drop them off. Yeah, yeah. I was still like a grown up drinking my coffee and reading the yeah. paper. <laughs> uh, okay, this next. Okay, we just have a few more. This next one is like something that you said, learning to unplug, and you said you're trying to do that I'm at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to do that too. This summer, um, Aaron and I took a, a social media fast. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was hard, but it was really good. Really good. It was really good. Okay, I'm gonna go quickly through these. The next one is finding organizations or causes support to support long term. You know, Um, giving money to something for a long time. We've, the people that we've given to like, that we support, like missionaries, we've Mm -hmm. been for like at least five years since we started getting married. And then I would say my business right now is like the big, these people that work here, we're just trying to take care of them. And a lot of that. Doing that every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next one is making exercise a lifestyle. Mm. Oh my gosh. Skip that one. This is rough. I just told Aaron yesterday, I have to do something. I know. I feel the same way. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm going to do what I always do and everybody else in January does. I'm going to join a gym. Join a gym. Yeah. And it's going to be packed and I'm probably going to go for six weeks <laughs> and then I'm going to get busy. But that's six weeks that you would not have worked out otherwise. I mean, I really, I really, I love working out. That's the thing. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just making the time, again, the making time. the time for it. And, and it's not a value for me, obviously, if I'm not right. making the time for it and it needs to be. That's the same here. Yeah. Yep. A couple months ago, I had like a, a 30 day pass to um, a bar, a bar gym, B A R R E. Yeah. Like okay. the ballet type stuff. I loved it. it. Mine that I did was not very ballet heavy. 
Uh Um, And I loved it, loved it, loved it. I have heard of it. I've never tried it, but it's a lot of, it's, it's a great workout. It's a great workout. Um, Okay. The last two being intentional with relationships and buying things that last. Oh, I'm all about buying things that last now. This is like a new over the last couple of years, buying things that last and from ethical companies. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, it's a new trend for everyone right now, but. But even though it is a new trend, I think it is a good thing for us to all be consciously aware of. Yeah. mm -hmm. But not on ethically made things, but buying things that last. We have a dishwasher in our house Uh that we've paid so much in repairs that we could have had like the best dishwasher ever made to mankind. Yeah. So Aaron, every time the guy comes out, Aaron and I are like, we're done. We're going out and buying the most expensive dishwasher you could ever think of because Mm -hmm. we have spent so much money on these cheap dishwasher repairs. It's true. It's true. That's why I can also buy expensive jeans. Because, because they're going to last a lot. Oh, they're going to last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless I start working out and lose, you know. That's, like... I know that's my fear. <laughs> <laughs> but my track record is saying that that won't happen. So I can go ahead and buy the expensive jeans in the size I am now. I guess that's true for me too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Your November goals, which I, do you do this every month? This is really my first month of doing it. Are um, you going to continue to do yes. it? I totally am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I understand writing out goals, but putting them public for everyone to see, what was your reasoning in that? Accountability? Because, yeah. A total accountability. Uh-huh. Like I, if no one's holding me accountable to something, I am not going to do it. And I really hate being held accountable to things too. Like yeah. if there's like that, that war inside of me, I remember sometimes I'll tell my friends like, so though I want to start working out, but don't ask me about it like in two weeks, you know? And then I'm like, wait a minute, what's the point Exactly. Of- <laughs> and so yeah I mean I love I um, linked up with Haley Haley Morgan's mm-hmm. um, month goals with grace that's yes. what it's called okay so I've been following that for a while and I just I love reading about her goals mm-hmm. and um so I'm like why not just jump in and do like set some really practical ones right um and they're really um they're practical but they're also personal it's not like I could take your goals and right. just make them mine which is great as well I really like that um, okay, so your goals for November, number one was eat a protein-rich rich breakfast every morning. Mm-hmm. And you said you've been doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's totally made a difference too. I love it. I love it. Okay, number two, you said hide my phone from seven to 10. Yeah, I'm struggling with that one. I hit it about two or three times a week, maybe two, probably two times a week. Yeah. I'll hide it. And you literally go put it in another room. I do because if it's anywhere close to me, I'll, I hear you. It's really awful, but and then I just waste time. Like I don't think that there's anything wrong with my phone or like yeah. spending time on social media. But I literally, from the hours of seven to ten, because that's when my kids have finally gone to bed, mm-hmm. I just waste time, like yeah. scrolling after scrolling to the point where sometimes my thumb hurts. Like <laughs> it's so it's bad. It's like a really it's causing you physical pain. <laughs> it's causing me physical pain, specifically those hours. So yeah. I'm still working on that goal, though. Here's my question about that for you, because I think this is a really great goal. Here's where it's hard for me, and I would love to hear your input on this. After my kids go to bed, which now that my kids are older, we're looking at it's cl- it's pushing closer to eight thirty. Which, to be really selfish, I'm like, I y'all are taking away so much of my time. <laughs> but yeah. then again, I've been home all day, so I, that is very selfish. But so we're pushing like eight thirty. But for me, from eight thirty until I go to bed at like ten thirty or eleven, my brain doesn't really work well for me to do productive stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if I have something that is due, like an article. For me to work on that in those hours, it, I'm going to race it in the morning and start over. It just doesn't work well for me. So sometimes I feel like, I don't know if 
me vegging out during those hours is bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you ever yeah. feel that tension of like, I think I should just be able to sit and do nothing. Yeah. But I have so much to do. Right. I have yeah. some friends after their kids go to bed, they're like a workhorse and they just bust out stuff. Yeah. I have a hard time. Do you work well after your kids go to bed? It, de- it depends on the night. I am a night owl in general, but um, I mean, I definitely lately have just been so exhausted after they go to bed mm-hmm. that there is nothing I'd rather do than just sit on the couch and scroll my phone or watch a movie. I mean, my, my point with that was I feel like there are better like mindless things I could be doing. I see. Gotcha. Yeah. Than being on my phone. So, yeah. um, and I have like some other goals. Like I really want to start developing some business like mentoring consulting type programs. Right. And um I can't do that during the day because it's like better working. like bag time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't so like that's really when I need to do if I want to do them, like if they're a value to me, then I yeah. will spend that time doing them. Because so. it's like a side project. It's not your work, mm-hmm. which is during the right. day and it's not your kids. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you how I wasted hours of my life this week. This week, just this week, and when we're recording this, it's only Tuesday. So I would say in the last week, Tuesday to Tuesday, <laughs> uh-huh. I've watched the Katy Perry documentary twice. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know what happened to my life, but I watched it one time when Aaron was gone by myself. Yeah. And I have two girlfriends, Maris and Tiffany, who've been telling me that I would love it. And I loved it. And so then I talk, I told him, I'm like, let me just show you the first 10 minutes. I think you're going to want to watch it. Oh, he watched the whole thing. And we loved it again. <laughs> uh-huh. I have not heard of this documentary. Oh, do you have Netflix? We do. Okay, yeah. it's on Netflix, and it's about Katy Perry, which I would not call myself a Katy Perry fan, whatever. Yeah. But it was so intriguing. It was just this tour, this year-long tour of hers, and I recommend. Oh. Go watch. Okay. Yeah. I might. Yeah. Okay, your third goal was finishing our wholesale pricing, and that is for your business. Did you, yes. Have you done that? Okay, does it count that I hired someone to do that for me? Of course that counts because it's going to be finished. <laughs> yeah. No, I did all the work that I could. And then I found um, a virtual assistant who is going to like finish it up for me and kind of run our whole wholesale program, like find Perfect. boutiques and talk to them. So it's wonderful. Yeah. Speaking of, if someone's listening randomly and they buy stuff wholesale, can they yeah. do that through you? Like, it sounds like it. Yeah, starting January 1st, we're going to launch it. That's awesome. Mm, yeah. So That's a whole nother out. level, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we're going to figure it out. <laughs> so fun. Okay, and then your last goal from November was to read two books. Yes. I and? Finished, I finished one. Okay, what'd you read? I just checked um, accounting for the number phobic. <laughs> was it, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> it's just a book about accounting and keeping like oh, I thought you book. said a and then space oh, counting. no accounting for the number phobic oh and how was that it was actually a really good book for someone who knows nothing about numbers and keeping like bookkeeping and all of that like especially if you're running business uh-huh. so um and we have an accountant who does that for us but mm-hmm. I wanted to be knowledgeable for and sure, know, yeah. like, what she's talking about and what profit and loss sheets are and yeah. all of that so Okay, yeah, good. it was an excellent book. And I'm in the middle of two more right now. And I'm thinking maybe I need to just like focus my efforts on one of them so that I can actually finish it before November's up. Well, you have, I think, five more days. Five more days. So it's, I, I think it's... Re- Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. 
Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Reasonable. What two books are you in the middle of? Um, There's a book called Show Them Jesus, which is about teaching the gospel to your kids, um, which is really good. Do you know who wrote it? I don't off okay. the top of my head, but I, it it, yeah, I, and I can email it to you too. And then the other one is called Team Us. It's a marriage book. Um, oh. And I don't know who wrote that one either, but I could get that to you too. Okay. So. so I'm always intrigued when I ask people what they're reading. And what I notice is that all of your books that you're reading right now mm-hmm. are, um, they are nonfiction. Yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. Are you a fiction reader? I love fiction, but, um, even last night, I was sitting reading that Show Them Jesus book because uh-huh. I did not get on my phone last night from Way 7 to, to 10. Thank you. And, um, but I was just like, oh, this is so boring. Yeah. And, you know, like, I just want a fiction book. But these are the these are the books that I really feel like I need to be reading, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I really do desire to. I want to learn. I love to learn and grow and, you know, gain experience and or wisdom from people who've gone before me. But Sometimes I just would love, and I do, but I would love to just pick up a fiction book and kind of zone out yeah. for, you know, the night. Um, yeah, I am a, uh, I love fiction. I love a book that I just can't put down. Can't put down. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like you, I struggle to read um, nonfiction, mm-hmm. um, but at some point I think I'm going to have to grow up and make myself read more nonfiction. Yeah. And Aaron, my husband is the exact opposite. Like he'll yeah. read nonfiction all day uh-huh. long. Uh-huh. And then every once in a while, a fiction book. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I'm, I think I need to read fiction so that I don't, like, burn out on reading in general. Yeah. But maybe save it for, like, vacations. Maybe I'll pick one up over next, like, this long weekend of yes. Thanksgiving. Or vacations um, in the summertime is when I read the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the car and stuff. But this segues into what, I was, what you mentioned earlier. Normally, see, we're driving to my parents' house over Thanksgiving. It's about a three-hour drive. And mm-hmm. I would read the whole time while Aaron drove. But I introduced him to cereal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you caught up? Are you? In- oh, yeah. Okay. I am so bummed. Do you like cereal? I love cereal. Okay, good. Then I'm going to continue talking. Love I'm it. like the first when I heard at the end of the last week's podcast that there wasn't going to be one this Thursday. My mouth like literally dropped. I like, was almost mad at them. I was too. I'm like, it's Thanksgiving. I you was, have to give us cereal. <laughs> I was like, I'll listen on Thanksgiving. <laughs> For real, I know you can't be with family 24 hours. Come on, exactly. I can take an hour yes. out to listen. So I am completely caught up and love it. And I just started Aaron on it. And so with him, we've listened to the first three. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting going back. Okay. Yeah. You know, and Uh I'm picking up on things that I had forgotten about or hadn't picked up on. I might have to re-listen now that there's not one. I know, right? (laughs) So, but I'll put a link for this podcast. This is just, and I read an article the other day about it's one of like the fastest growing podcasts ever. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really like 
nostalgic to listen to almost. It's almost like we're in the 1950s and we're tuning in for like that weekly radio like show. That's you know exactly what I mean? exactly what it's like. Yes. All of America is like listening in yes. and following this story. Yes. Yeah. Which I read an article the other day also about the family of um, the girl that was murdered and how they're not really excited about it. Right. I can, you know, which I can imagine. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of opened up new wounds. And, and it was, it was actually, they thought it was the, the brother. It was on a, a message board, but it wasn't confirmed. But he was saying that his mom doesn't know about it and he's not going to tell her. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that would yeah. be hard. Oh, yeah. But right. so we're nine episodes in. Is that how far we are? I think so. Do you yeah. think he did it? I, I can't figure it out. I go I back and forth. I mean, I want to believe in our justice system. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to believe that they made the right choice. Mm -hmm. But so far, everything she's presented, it just doesn't add up. You know, like, I just don't feel like there, there was enough to put him away. I'm kind of with you where I want to believe in the justice system, but I also want to believe in people fighting Mm -hmm. for their rights. If they were, you know, if they were accused and they weren't guilty. But my thing is, I just feel like, I feel like that they could show evidence and it could go either way. Yeah. That it just does not make sense. That's the thing. Like you just said, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think something's fishy with Jay. I do too. I do too. And even going back and listening again with Aaron, with what I already know, and then hearing him talk again, I'm just like, this just doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is. It's interesting. It's like listening to a little crime detective show in your car. I mean, on Thursdays, as soon as I drop my kids off at school, I started. I know. I I last Thursday I parked outside of our office to finish it. I didn't even go. I went into work late. <laughs> That's what it does to you. I know it's so I know. wonderful. I know it oh, is. Oh, so fun, Rebecca. This has been so fun. Yeah, I've had such a great time. Thank, thank you. Thank you for giving us an hour and joining us on the happy hour. And I'm going to put links up to everything we talked about with your bags and the oh great things to do before you're 30 and all kinds of stuff. So that'll all be up there for everyone to be able to find you. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining. Thank you. um, Everyone that's listening, I will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. There you go, friends. That was happy hour number 26 with Rebecca Smith. Didn't you just love her? She's full of wisdom on developing a business and being a mom at the same time. I loved all of her thoughts about how she just can't do it all. And she has people to help her so that she can be her best mom on her mom time and her best businesswoman on her business time. I love that so much. Thank you guys for listening. I want to say thank you real quick to a couple of people who've left comments for me. Uh, Cameron said, I'm a recent college grad just stepping into the real world. And even though I'm not married and don't have kids, this podcast is still totally for girls in my same season of life. I binge listened to the first 18 episodes like it was a Netflix Friday Night Light season. That cracked me up. I want to spend this season gaining wisdom and guidance from those who are ahead of me. And the happy hour provides so much encouragement in that. You're guaranteed a good laugh and a whole new book list. Jamie is so much fun. Is it weird that one of my new bucket list items is having a reason to be interviewed on the happy hour one day? Cameron, that is hilarious. And maybe you'll be on the show. You never know. Um, thank you so much for saying that. And I love that this comment was from back early November, but we talked about that today, about having people in your life that are a little bit ahead of you. I want to say thank you to another person who left a comment on iTunes. She said, I was introduced to Jamie Ivey's podcast through Jamie, the very worst missionary, which she was on one of my shows a couple weeks ago. I've been looking for a podcast to listen to while working out at the gym. Today, listening to podcast number seven with Rachel McCoy, I laughed out loud while running on the treadmill in a very crowded gym. 
The story of you only time camping, you say, this is it. I'm coming home, Jesus. I had to stop running. Finish cracking up before I continue my workout. Thank you, Jamie. You make my dreaded gym, tri- my dreaded gym trips not so dreadful. Um, I'm so glad that I could give you a laugh. And you'll have to go back and listen to that podcast with Rachel about my experience as camping for the first time. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great week, a great weekend. Next week is Christmas. I cannot even believe it. But I am proud to tell you I have every gift bought except for three. So I am on a roll around here. And I hope as you celebrate Christmas this year that you remember Jesus. And that he came to earth as a baby for you and for me. Have a great day. See you next week. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.